welcome 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 to this hub of greatness called don't be afraid the podcast that talks about what's good hot trending and important in the tech space in nigeria africa and the world yo guys welcome to another episode of don't be afraid podcast and i am your host jamila muhammad jamu and i have with me fine people i'm always in the midst of fine people uh, oh god uh, hey. flattery works flattery <laughs> works yes yeah, so, yeah. Uh, i assume you include me in that in that description hi tolu Unigiri. And I'm Bella Rosakoji. You see, see for yourselves. <laughs> Anyways, nice to have you all here. Good to be nice here. to have you, you look so good. Thank you. Yeah, it's natural. Hashtag no Afterthought. No, yeah. actually, yeah, 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 men yeah. can be said to be beautiful. Yeah, no, I, I get that told. I get told that a lot. So I get told that a lot. Not, not about <laughs> me, but about other people. <laughs> but I get told that a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, anyway, today, Bella, we have you more like a guest here because... <gasps> She's on the hot spot, sure. on the hot seat, hot spot. That's interesting. Focuses on you. Yeah, and uh, we're going to be discussing um, tech influencing in okay. Nigeria. And, you know, you being like a major figure in the tech space would like want to, want to take from your knowledge hey. and, you know, anyway, you shall understand. I totally, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yes. So could you please tell us about um, tech influencing generally in the... Um, so, I mean, <coughs> influencing, I guess, mm -hmm. is uh, a good place to start. It's yeah. basically using the influence that you have, uh, the followership that you have um, to get people to um, behave a certain way. So that behavior could be buying something. It could be um, getting to uh, support, you know, your thoughts mm -hmm. or your view on, on something, etc. And so it's just that, you know, when you say tech influencing, it is the kind of things that you influence people to either buy or, um, appreciate or use or see the way that you see those things. And yeah. so it's really about the same things. Like you can influence me, for instance, now to start wearing beads, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> I also want to tell you that I've entered the iPhone gang. Hey. I'm not on Android. See, influence. I'm not on Android. I'm on influence. Wait, wait, wait. There you go. I can't even do it properly. I can't even do it properly. Uh, thank, you. thank you, thank you, thank <laughs> you. That is influencing. It's very subliminal, very natural. It's not too on the nose, yeah. and it's like mm -hmm, I use well, an iPhone. And yeah, just, it's just because I had Android problems, so I have to switch. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Whatever. that's really all there is to it. It's just the kind of product um, <clears throat> that one person is using, and um, how well it works for them, for them, and how they can also sell their experience to other people and have okay. them buy the exact same thing or use it. On that note, I think I. I have I have an example. So I was scrolling through IG some days back and I I saw a very popular influencer, you know, she was influencing for, for techno. Right. And we know we know that she does not use techno. How can she you tell? Because I've seen, I mean, I've seen. <laughs> even the quality she, of her stuff. Yes, of her stuff. And then when she makes like snaps and videos, babe, you're using an iPhone thirteen. And you're influencing for a techno brand. Mm. You're lying to your audience. Um. So well, not because necessarily. Really, you're not. You're not really using 
that phone. So telling us that the camera is this, is sharp. Meanwhile, in the end, you're not using it. So why are you lying? So I mean, I, I, I know I, I definitely understand that from a follower's point of view, right? You are following mm -hmm. someone whom um, you know has some kind of impact over you and you're mm -hmm. buying decisions and someone that you admire. Um, and then it's like, this person's trying to sell these things, but they're not using it. Um, but the very interesting thing is sometimes some of these people use these things only for the period that they are trying to sell it. So that's why I say, I understand your point with, well, why are you lying to us? But when she's talking about some of the features of this thing that she's using, she's using it in that time. It may not be something that she uses every day. It may not be something that she uses every second of the day or anything like that. But it's like, okay, I'm going to pick up this thing for instance, and I'll talk about it, you know, immediately. And when I'm done, I drop it. So, you know, there's, there, there's that. Um, and I don't know that people should be faulted for that, really. I, I gotta be honest, I'm, I'm not an influencer. No, I'm, I'm going to fault. I'm, not, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to fault. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not, going to I'm, fault. Sorry, I'm not an influencer fan, <laughs> I but, I, but I have to be. defend. Because I also believe that, okay, so you don't blame the model that you put when you see the model in the card, in the advert driving it. You don't necessarily say, ah, it doesn't drive. I know it doesn't drive, drive right. that car. It doesn't spread right. with that. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> it's a marketing, it's a marketing, yeah. um, you know, yeah. it's, it's and a, a marketing thing. And there's actually a very famous one I remember of, um, uh, I think, Oprah. Right. Sent, sending a message out about, um, oh, the Microsoft Surface. Right. And it was sent, sent from my iPhone sent my iPad yeah you know yeah. and everybody on Twitter went mad about it but it was like and for interesting was that Microsoft didn't get it didn't he get ask her to take it down oh interesting because it was still because it is true it's what you said is because Some, I think I mean in, in the you past use so many we've also things. seen um, Samsung tweets mm -hmm. right and when you check it on Twitter it shows you know, mm. tweeted on an iPhone. Mm. Um, so I mean, there are those, there are those challenges. <laughs> oh my but God. I think with influencing, oh right, with influencing, but again, it, it goes to even the kind of detail that people need to pay. Um, people need to um, uh, pay attention to when they are influencing. It's got to be 360. So while I, I, I know that for some people, they don't use these things every day, mm -hmm. but I think that it's also a responsibility of an influencer to have that 360 experience that they're sharing to their followers, where it doesn't come as across as you lying, okay. you know? So are you an influencer? Um, am I an influencer? I mean, agencies reach out to me and say, my brand is working on X, we need X. <coughs> so if that's the dictionary definition of, okay. of an influencer, well, by all means, yes. <laughs> so what does, it, what does it take to be a tech influencer in Nigeria? I think that in a sense, um, a few things have changed. Back in the day, there was a very the focus on how many followers one had was the primary you know prerequisite it's like how many people are following you slowly and steadily i think brands are beginning to realize that because somebody has a ton of followers doesn't necessarily mean that there will be conversion right yeah. so it is if this person has 15 followers for instance and these actual 15 followers are people who are following this person because of this thing there is every likelihood that we will get some engagement from those 15 people um but that's not to say that follower follower number count is not important it still is important you've got to have i think you know the, the base is like 10,000 followers Okay. on whether Instagram or Twitter um, and of course the number of subscribers on YouTube depending on the platform that a brand is reaching out to you to influence on and um, of course ensuring that people on your um, on your pages also interact with you so if you go to any influencers page for instance when you check the comment section there is activity going on there mm -hmm. when people are commenting the influencer is rep replying their 
comments and there's that conversation that's going on in there what that does is it encourages people to keep on commenting and you know engaging on that post yeah. because the insights on that <coughs> post are what the agency will use to say this was a successful influencer campaign this okay. was a successful uh, deal that we struck with this influencer you know so how many follower how many likes did you get how many comments did you get how many uh, how much reach did this post um, Ghana, right? How many people was it able to get to? And um, someone reached out to me recently and said, you know, we're looking for someone with just the 1% um, engagement rate. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, so high, just 1%. Because I think that, again, agencies are being honest with themselves because, of course, now you have digital marketers in agencies and they see that conversion is not the easiest thing on social media. Mm. It really isn't. So, um, in a sense, it is going, it is slightly, it's going slightly away from actual conversion to just talkability, right? And exposure. How much social currency can we get? We may not necessarily have everybody say, oh, because Belarus influenced a Samsung phone, we are all going to buy a Samsung phone. But what it does is if somebody goes out to a Samsung store and wants to buy a phone, for instance, and perhaps Bella influenced a, um, a, a, a an S22 Ultra it's like, ah, I don't have money for it, so trouble. but ah, when I watched that review, you were so nice. This is my future phone. But for now, I'll just <laughs> relax for an S10. <laughs> you know, so it's that talkability. It's like, okay, it's already in their minds. They're already um, thinking about it. You have made an impression on them. So, like, that's the actual impression that some of the things that you influence, that's the kind of impression that it makes. It just yeah. is in their heads and they may not convert immediately to sales or anything like that, but it definitely is in their minds. So I think primarily that's what it's about right now. How long is it taken? I mean, okay, let's, okay, um, pride aside and what yeah. you call it, egos and, you know, just um, hum humbility, um, being, <laughs> humble, being humble, being aside. Mm. Okay, let, you're an influencer. How long, how, long, how long did it take to get here? Um, I, did, how long I never this for? imagined that I would be an influencer. It was never a thing. For some people, I think for Gen Z as now, it's like, I want to be an influencer. That's an actual career goal yeah, for true. some people. It was never one for me. Um, I did start off as just being a broadcaster. So it was just about broadcasting and just doing my thing. And so um, we kicked off with uh, gadget reviews um, about a decade ago now. And it was just that. It was no, nothing about even necessarily influencing people to buy certain devices. It was just impact. What impact are we you know, looking to make on people, right? Um, of course, a number of the founders at Tech City was their goal to make sure that people were able to use their gadgets the way an actual tech nerd, you know, would use theirs, right? And so it's how do we get them to do that? Let's break down the information. Tech is very verbose, it's technical, the lingo is also a bit complex. So how do we break that down for people to understand that with your phone, you can record a beautiful video and, you know, it could do great numbers. You can edit stuff on your smartphone without needing to wait until you're able to afford Kilich Amadi OB or, you know, Green Street Media to do something. You can do these things on your smartphone. And so that was really it. And so the thing is, um, for us, for or for me, it started out as just using my broadcasting skill, right? And then marrying that with people who just wanted to help people with how they handle their smartphones. That was it. And so as time went on, people began to see value in that. And that's my point with, it may not necessarily be about the numbers or your followers or whatever. It's about, okay, are people actually um, using the information that this person is bringing to the table? And that was it for us. It's like, okay, people are actually watching this and they're maybe asking questions and they're seeing reason why I should go watch a smartphone review before I buy that smartphone. Mm -hmm. And so it started from there. It didn't even start from a brand coming to say, okay, come and influence for us. It was more like, we like what you're doing. We want you on our platform, right? So it started with us doing a very random Samsung video and then Samsung themselves said, we'll take this video and we'll put it at our launch. 
So it was us starting from, you know how they say if you want to build a house, start from the foundation. Mm-hmm. We did start with the foundation, but then we went skyscraper mode immediately, right? <laughs> um, and it was really a great experience, to be honest, because it didn't start with just, oh, let us see how many people can answer us. But we were able to get that attention very early on from the guys at the top and so it it felt like um they were the ones endorsing us and not otherwise which is you know in a sense how endorsements kind Mm -hmm. of you know would work and um and that was really you know what it was and then follower numbers started becoming a thing was like okay so how many people are watching this what are the insights looking like what are we seeing in the back end um and then of course the more you do that it's more like okay people are seeing you as perhaps a, a an authority in this and then your follower number is increasing and people are saying oh okay ah, your numbers are increasing oh, okay what can we do how can we engage these people more so it's like ah, because this person's numbers are increasing not necessarily because they are influencers or anything but they are doing what they are doing well it's like let us make use of the numbers that you have and so it's like let us make you an influencer for us let us let us do this let us do that so that's really how it happened it started from just doing what you like to do and then people are saying you know what you have good numbers how about we do x and how about we do y and that's really how you know everything so being long like long in this space what are the good and the bad parts of um so i think that influencing is an interesting thing but the metrics are vanity metrics vanity vanity metrics metrics. so it's about how many followers you have and so i'll start with the with the cons first sorry (laughs) sorry to interrupt have you ever been tempted based on that vanity thing to buy never thankfully never and that's because i have seen how badly it turns out for people I've seen it from the get-go. You buy followers, and it's awful because when you buy followers, these are bots, fake accounts, etc. Your comment section is just spam. Hmm. It's just, it's nothing. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. It's spam. And I think that, again, because these platforms are beginning to see how it's affecting the actual engagement on their, on their platforms, they are now beginning to you know, fight against you know, some of these things. And so somebody can buy followers now and they have like a hundred thousand followers. But when you check their comment section, it's like maybe eight comments. Mm. And some of those eight comments is just something random that is not related to what they posted at all. (laughs) You know, so it's never a good idea. People have even in fact approached me Funny thing, I have gotten approached a number of times, and people have said, "Let me, let me, let's buy for I'm like, I don't want to. Me, I can't even stress like, me, I don't even like wahala. And then there are issues with people's accounts being ha- hacked and all. I'm like, see, anything that will affect my organic numbers, I'm not interested. Um, but I have seen people do that. Um, but again, but for for some like, um, what's it called now? For um, company accounts, people sometimes do that because. It, it sort of makes people want to follow them more. Yeah. No, I mean, what do you call it? The reason why I ask, and it is, it's that sort of, we, yeah. manage, we manage a few brands. Yeah, and so brands want to do yeah, that. But the brands pressure, and the that. pressure is, and, and we've always fought against it. Yeah, because so of on, on, the, on the brand, on the brand... Um, we do follow campaigns, I mean, I won't pretend it. I yeah. Mean, because the, because the, the platforms allow you to, to advertise, yes. people to follow you. Exactly. But those are people following you. Those yeah. are, that's a campaign you paid for, and you see the numbers. But the thing is, with regards to even buying followers, particularly for brands, right? And that's why brands also need to do better with even how they do stuff on social media, right? Because again, with this whole buying thing, it is almost like a, a lie you need to keep telling. 
you can't just buy once and that's it. For some and because Instagram and I think Twitter at some point they went and they redid people's accounts of fake followers. Facebook's still doing it. Facebook, you know, so you have to keep doing that, and I don't know that it makes any sense to continue doing that. What I think it did for some brands who did buy followers was it helped them make their, you know, their um, customer base look, you know, large, and then people see that's like, oh, these guys are actually cool. Let me follow, and then after a while you are able to see that you are actually growing because the fake accounts are dropping. When these platforms are reading accounts of their fake numbers, your number still looks healthy because these are the actual people who follow you for what you do. Mm -hmm. So for some people who are doing that because they want to um, sort of build over time, I don't know that it's a bad idea, but if it's something mm -hmm. you need to keep doing, ah, well, that's a problem. It is. <laughs> it's a problem. So I interrupted. Big, take you back to the so cons. So the cons. The, yes. Um, the cons of it is the vanity metrics, right? People are feeling intimidated by maybe followers in the same industry, having more followers than them, than them um, or maybe even engagement, etc. cetera. Um, so yeah, there's that pressure to, um, to just, it's, it's just a feeling thing, you know? It's like, oh, how come my numbers are not growing as fast as this other person's followers? How come I'm not having this much engagement, etc. cetera? Um, and of course, brands will tell you that uh, we are only doing influencer campaigns with people who have maybe at least 30k followers or people who whose whose cross-platform follower number is a hundred thousand so you have people sometimes doctoring even numbers for instance they say oh <coughs> i have x number of followers on tiktok or you know all of those things um so there's that there's that pressure that it puts on you um what's the other con um i think that's in my opinion i think that's the only one uh, again maybe Personally, what I have also seen is sometimes brands really want to pay money for some influencing and some of the brand values don't align with my personal values. Mm. And so I've had to say no to some. It's tough, but I think that's a very personal thing for someone. If you're okay with it, like I can't influence for an alcoholic brand, for instance. I like you. <laughs> no. It's tough, but to be honest, like it's no, it really tough. It, it takes a lot, but like I've also observed that when you say yes to one, and it's an agency, you run an agency, mm. you know how these things happen. Then it's like your name just gets into mm. that pool and it's like, we need some money for this and they'll put you and it's like, I just wanted to do just one. I don't want, it gets very <laughs> odd. So it's better to just say no from the get go so you're able to sort that out um but yeah that's the thing and because sometimes these brands are those that pay more yeah. it's so odd and yeah. another con is sometimes you feel like i'm looking at this brand now i don't know that they really have money like that so let me give them a different reason i've been another brand and then give them and they don't, they don't complain you tell them okay i want to influence for let's say 400 can they're like okay send us your email they're like oh my goodness why did i say that <laughs> <laughs> i should ask for more that happens a lot what? because i'm and I don't know. I, I, I don't have my business acumen, to be honest. But like, I'm always like, no, why did I say that? I should have asked for more. They can't afford it. They don't even negotiate. So there's that as well. If you want to go into influencing, which you have a strong business acumen or have somebody who is going to help you run those numbers. Um, but the cons of it is, I think that for brands who are looking for people with real organic followers, yeah. right, the connection is there. You are able to further enforce your values and the things that you actually personally like with people. Um, I think also the con of influencing is, sorry, the, the pro of influencing, which is both a pro and a discipline thing, is consistency. A lot of brands are looking for consistent people who are consistent, content creators and all of that. And so if you're not very consistent, it can affect you. Right. I can say, you know, that it has affected me. Right, because I, I mean, I 
do a lot of things and so it affects my productivity in some areas and so sometimes I've, I had somebody call me and I was asking why don't you post x y and z thing that you do on your social media and I was like I don't have a reason and she's like you should you should because she was asking for examples of things that I have done before that, like, that she can show her team and so I had to go and start searching for some of these things like from other pages and I had to, and she was like you should have this thing on your own page please <laughs> um, so I think it helps with being consistent it helps you with um, being a lot more productive it helps with the creative process as well um, and of course it builds your accounts you know um, right. you're able to make some money yeah, um, bank account you can, just, your bank just, account that's the way it helps exactly. bank accounts and your profile your social account as well yeah, 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 so yeah, it does yeah, yeah. it does it gives you exposure it gives mm -hmm. you exposure I know that a lot of foreign brands also just send emails and they're like sure. you know I would like to do stuff would you be interested please send us an email um, so there's that international exposure that it gives alright thank you very much you're Bella welcome. so if you want to go into tech influencing Auntie Bella, I've tell you everything that you need to hear. <laughs> but if you feel like you have coconut and you want to buy flow, you want to buy followers, you're on your own. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you guys had a good listen. Don't forget to follow. I've got more. I've got more. I have to ask. I have to ask. I mean, okay. okay. Alrighty. Um, have you ever been? Have you been recognized? Have you had a celebrity moment? Where you've been going out or something and someone stopped you? And I, it's odd because I don't know why I'm not used to it. Okay. Have you ever signed an autograph? Yes, I have. Oh, let me tell you this one. Okay. So I went to, I don't want to say the agency, it's a government agency. I went there for something. And then this lady, you know, hears that I'm in her office and oh, her colleague, no, she didn't even know. Her colleague just called somebody else who would help me with what I went there for. And then she came with the guy. So she walks and they're just, just and she's like, is that Bella Rose? I said, yes. She started crying. No. Listen, hey. I was like, I, 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 said, no. I said, I said, no, I'm, I'm blown. Michael Jackson <laughs> moment. She was in tears. She was crying. She was like, oh my God, I'm so happy to see you. I was like, okay, okay, but I'm breathing. And it was hard because it wasn't on camera. And I was like, oh my God, I wish I was recording. But it would have been very, yeah. somehow. Like, like, post -post like, yeah. 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 She was in tears. She was all over me. She was asking, can we please take a picture? She took pictures. She would not let me go. Sorry, I got to ask, how old was she? Was she older than was she? Was older she than me. She's like, maybe in her mid-thirties. Yeah, that's old. That's, that's old. old, right? Yeah. She was in tears, literal tears. Yeah. Some other person in that she, same office saw me and I could tell that she recognized me, but she was, I think, busy. And then the following day, so she sends me a message on Instagram. She's like, Bill, I saw you in my office. I was so shy to come and say hello to you. Oh my goodness, it was nice. <laughs> so I've had those moments. I have tons Aww. of them. Another one, I went on a date with someone and then we were supposed to sit somewhere. Um, the waiter was clearing the place for us. So we were waiting, standing, and then some guy and his girlfriend just come and they sit down there. So my date is like, so I said, let's just go else. Let's just sit down there. So we go somewhere else. We sit down, eat, we're done. The following day, somebody sends me a DM on Instagram. Hi, Bella. I'm so sorry. It was me and my guy that we were at the place yesterday. I apologize for. Yada, yada, yada. I say, hey, thank you, Jesus. And my date did not go and start fighting. <laughs> but she didn't say anything at all. She's like, oh my goodness, I recognize you. And thank you for being so calm about it. I'm so sorry. You know, so yeah, there are those moments and they're very interesting. Okay. I promise. Does it affect, I mean, sorry, did it. Does it intimidate guys? Because just mentioning dates, does, um, it, does it intimidate them? Do, or, or do you find, because there's that, there's the famous one about um, one of the actresses who says, you know, they, they, go, to, um, they, they go to bed with um, A and they wake up with B because they go to bed with this idea. Yeah. And they wake up with yeah, as yeah, the real person. Yeah. Do, 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 um, the, guy, the guy? I'm thankful that I have not been with many people who feel intimidated. Okay. I have had one or two experiences with the guys who are just like, but, you know, um, the ones who have made more impact in my life and who have been 
existed in my life for long enough have not been intimidated. In fact, they're like so cool with it. It's like, oh my goodness, mm. look at you. You know, so yeah, I, I thrive on that kind of energy and okay. I'm thankful that that's, you know, the kind of space that I'm in even now. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. I have more, but um, I'm being kicked. I know. So I'll stop. I'll stop. We'll do a part two. We'll do we a part two. We I will ask the question. <laughs> yeah. No problem. Are you being jealous? Yeah. Are you being jealous? It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. I hope you had a good time. We sure you'd have a good time here. Don't forget to follow us on our social media pages and drop your comments, like, and subscribe. Thank you, guys. We're even on LinkedIn. I remember, Ooh, I remember this time. I remember this time. Yeah. Someone asked for a LinkedIn yeah, big, rate. Big, a big, a big. A LinkedIn rate. Like, let me know how much you invest on LinkedIn. I'm like, LinkedIn? <laughs> you people. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. No, no. Okay, then last question. How do you decide your rate? Um, so sometimes, and this is the thing with me not being the most business savvy, um, sometimes I judge based on the brand that's reaching out to me. Yeah, but still, how do you know? I mean, how do you know that it's... So there's a, there's a base. There's a base that I'm not going um, lower than. And you find that you find that base based on benchmarking or what, or just because that's yeah, what you think? Yeah, it's you just what charge. I think I should charge. When okay. I when I sometimes compare um, again my followers and the engagement that I get with, I guess other people's. Okay. Um, so I'm just like, okay, I think this is fair. Okay. So yeah. you so you people talk. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Damn. <laughs> okay, so oh, definitely. Yes, damn. Some grant interviews and say how much they earn. Damn. What? Okay. So we can't cheat you as agencies. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll do that another day. Okay, thank you. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> bye, guys. Thank you for guys. real now. Yeah, for yeah. real. Now. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. <laughs> yeah.